I'm Sylvie. Welcome to the podcast of the new school of creativity. They make me smarter. We're going to meet smart and creative people who have something to teach us. For each episode, with the artist Pierre Guité, we design a tool to help you to practice the best tips and mind tricks inspired by our guest. It should be fun and transformative. Get on board, make the world a fun place to be. Let's be bold and creative. The mind creative trick of the day. To be creative, set a goal to succeed over the long run. The inspiration comes from the famous Mark Andreessen, who was the co-founder of the Mosaic Brasser, the co-founder of Netscape sold to AOL for $4.2 billion, and the co-founder of LoudCloud sold as Upsware to Hewlett Packard for $1.6 billion. He is considered one of the founding fathers of the modern internet alongside pioneers like Tim Berners-Lee, who launched the URL, HTTP, and HTLM standards. Mark Andreessen is now the co-founder and general partner of the venture capital firm Andreessen Horowitz, one of the most influential tech investors on the planet. In Tools of Titans, Tim Ferriss summarized some of the most popular podcasts that he did with remarkable guests. Mark Andreessen gives interesting tips about failure. He said, I'm old-fashioned. Where I come from, people like to succeed. When I was a founder, we didn't have the word pivot. We didn't have a fancy word for it. We just called it a fuck-up. And he added, we do see companies that literally every time we meet them, they have pivoted. Every time they're off to something new, and it's like watching a rabbit go through a maze. They're never going to converge on anything because they're never going to put the time into actually figuring it out and getting it right. Rule number three, to be creative, set a goal to succeed over the long run. Welcome to episode three. I'm speaking with Robert Prugai, a creative problem-solving expert. After the first episode, where we learned what to do when we get bored easily, and the second one, Make the Problem Visible, where we discovered skills to survive in today's world, in this third and last episode, Robert talks about what happens when we fail. Our goal shouldn't be to fail fast, advised Mark Andreessen, but to succeed over the long run. In the process, though, we may fail often, but we should take advantage of our failures as a way to get better, to succeed in what we want 
to achieve on the long run. Remember the Winston Churchill motto, never, never give up. We designed the tool, my motivation board, to help you to stay motivated as much as possible. You can download it in the post associated to this episode. What are you going to do when you get hit? Are you going to be the type who lies on the ground and complains about it and yeah. gets stuck in, you know, in the position you're in? Or are you going to you know, get someone up and say, ah, you know, someone complain but move forward? Or are you going to jump back up and say, you know what, I got hit? Okay, let's, I'll go somewhere else. Yes. Or I'll keep going. I don't, it's not about the one path. And I, and I find a lot of people these days get discouraged when things don't work out because they expect everything to work out. They expect that, hey, if I do this, I'm going to be given that. Yes. No. If I, if I get my PhD, I'm going to have a no. job. And no, 40% don't. So. And this is funny. There's a quote I wanted to share with you from Neil deGrasse. He, he talked on one of his podcasts and he said, how do you test curiosity that should remain after you learn something? He really believes in that curiosity. Absolutely. Because he, he said, you know, how do you test the ability to come up with a new idea in the face of previous ideas? How do you test that? How do, and he goes, if we can get to that point in our education system and our things, yes. that's, that's more powerful than, than being able to take a test. <laughs> Degrees are useful in the sense that they open doors. Of course. Um, it was one of the reasons why I got, I eventually got my PMP, so project management professional, so I didn't have to explain each time. Um, and they give you a, a somewhat of a, of a basis that, hey, this person is capable of doing yeah, this. Yeah, it's like a tag. Yeah. It tags you on. But that it. doesn't mean they're good at their job. It does not mean that they've comprehended. Yeah. I mean, I've met a few people that are very book smart, very good. But when it comes to common sense, when it comes to being able to make associations without reading it are on the low scale. Okay. And, and do you think we can teach these skills? Definitely. We had a discussion about, um, about maps, mm. right? So there's a study done where uh, our brain is changing because people are less uh, aware of how to make, how things work in general because we're told in single line commands where to go. Mm -hmm. And so our brain is changing and so we can't see conceptually bigger pictures. Mm. One of the big things is GPS. They say one way to get around that is say, you know, when you go somewhere new, take GPS, go there, and then turn it off and figure your way back. Yes. Um, but you see, that's our brain changing that way. Yes. Um, if we stop um, rewarding the the end result, the end learning by, hey, if you read this you'll, and you know this off by heart, you'll get 100%, <laughs> right? If you stop, it just, I mean, one of the toughest classes that I took in, in university, the teacher told us, he goes, yes, everything is in the book, but I'm going to give you real life and you're going to have to do all the associations. So just because you've read the book doesn't mean you're going to get everything. And that really taught, like, it said, oh, wait, I got to, like, put connections. I got to... Not just take things, so I had a discussion with, with a friend of mine about uh, prerequisites for his class. 
and prerequisites of first class, he's saying to them, hey, you need to know this. So I am going to actually tell you, you're going to have to know things and, and answer things based on things that you've already said you've known. And he says, students just go crazy on that. They just, they don't like that. Because they're like, well, I don't remember those stuff. <laughs> and he goes, but that's a prerequisite in class. So, and he goes, well, why don't you take five minutes, 10 minutes to go back in your old notes, understand those concepts again, and, and move forward. If you instill the creativity in this. So my daughter, I default this in my own habits, right? When she gets a good grade or when she gets, does something well, I have to remind myself, okay, you have to reward the effort, not the outcome. She tried to swim the other day without a, a bubble. And I was so proud of her. And she goes, Daddy, I did it without a bubble. And she goes, are you proud of me? I said, I'm very proud of you that you tried without the bubble. That you just, you tried to do something that you never done before. That to me is the most important thing. Absolutely. So you have children? I have three kids okay. under five. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you still have time to read. This is impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got to make time. Yes. Um, you have to, and you have to read a little bit of everything. You can't okay. just read about your own subject. Because if you do, you're not going to find solutions uh, because we're so multidisciplinary. Right? Like I, I read a book uh, on psychology read a book, a philosophy, like just, you, you need to read things outside of your domain because if not, you're not going to get new ideas. Where did you learn to do this? Where did you learn to read? Was your mom or your dad read a lot when you were little or... Where did you find this passion for reading? Well, I didn't get a passion until after university to read. Okay. So I didn't like to read during university. Um, I got a passion to read. I just, I've, even going into university, I didn't specialize in anything. Because I want to know a little bit about everything. I thought, you know, if I specialize in marketing or I specialize in something like, I'm going to get pigeonholed. I want to know everything. Um, but where, where I, where, what I love about reading is it just opens new thoughts, new brain uh, patterns. Uh, I don't always agree with what I read. I don't always finish every book I read. There, I, I say my percentage of finishing books and reading every word is not very good um, because I find a lot of books repeat themselves. But, uh, but where does my passion come from? My passion comes from my curiosity, my curiosity to know what other people are thinking. To, to put myself in their situation, to look at things from a different angle. Um, like, I love what you're doing. You're, you're doing something similar, but in the sense of you, you got that art background. You got, you're bringing those dialogues uh, to the workplace. You're bringing those, the design thing, and you're bringing the sketching, you're bringing the things, but your background is art. Your back, and I think that's unbelievable. You know, I know what some people that are that what you're doing, but their business background. How can we communicate this passion? I don't think it's about telling them what to read. No, not at I don't all. Think, Just to read books. 
but whether it's books, journals, articles, yeah. I think it's all the same. It's just going out there and finding the information, taking time to question okay. it. Okay, I see. So right. the strategy would be to challenge them with problems to yeah. solve and just let them find their ways. Just whether they go look at it at an article, whether they go uh, read a book about it, because mm. I watch think a it, movie. let them watch a movie. Mm. It's whatever they want to get to that end result. Yes. And if they find that's the best way, then let them. But I, I can rest assure you that if they do feel challenged and they have uh, defeats, that will motivate them more to do the readings, to, to dig deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they don't feel that, mm. they're not going to read. They're not going to go. If it's easy for them, they're going to take the easiest path possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if that doesn't get challenged, like if, if you don't find that motivation, and that motivation will only come through failure, It'll only come through defeat. So I think the real question is, how do you challenge them so that they fail, but they're not defeated? If you would have an idea to save our species on the planet. I think it fundamentally comes down to motivation. Yes. I think it comes down to the fact that it, you need, we need to keep the motivation high. Yes. And if they lose their motivation, that's when we have we're to work. We're in problem, yes. And because we're going to come up with, you're going to come up with obstacles, you're going to come things that don't work out, it, those will happen. Yeah. But as soon as they, uh, you know, just pout and go away, like, that's when I get worried. That's, that's okay. when I feel. And may I ask you, so we need to challenge them. I think it's a very good uh, strategy and to keep their motivation high. Do you have any idea how we can do that? How to motivate them? Yeah. I don't think there is one answer for everybody. No. Um, if you had to break it down for an individual, I think it also takes the time to require what motivates them. If you don't take that time to understand what motivates them, it's a lot harder to motivate. Mm. And to challenge them. To challenge. I think it's, that's the fundamental first step is understanding the person. I, I know that takes time. and People don't mm. want to put in that time. But w once you start asking, talking to the person, getting to know them, mm. understanding where their trigger points are, understanding where their motivational points are, then you... Because we, we live in a world where, you know, it's team, like everybody thinks, but people also want to feel special they want to feel like a rock star. Yes. Right? And that's where I think the education system or the way to motivate people is those one-on-ones. If you don't have those one-on-ones, they just feel part of the herd. They don't feel special. You have to make people feel special. And how do you make, you have to connect. I really want to thank you for your time. Oh, and great. just talking about time. I would like to know, how do you make time? How do you organize yourself to have time? I mean, it's not foolproof. Like, not, no, nobody, you know, one thing they don't tell you when you read these product things, the, oh, this is the best way to organize your time. It, none of them are foolproof. None of them. I've tried a few, tried a, quite a few. But what's always worked for me is not afraid to fail at being productive. 
not afraid to say, you know what, I didn't accomplish everything I wanted today. That's okay, but I tried. Okay, so um, you have a paper calendar, you have an electronic calendar, do you have a to-do list? Uh, yeah, so actually I've gone old school and got paper and pen. Yeah, um, so you have I, the same calendar than I do. I oh can yeah. see that on the skin, yes. Yeah, and I had to come back to this because on the electronic, I would get distracted too much and I couldn't think out my thoughts properly uh, with, uh, with a tablet or a computer. So I have, what, what I do is my calendar is my calendar on my phone. That's my to-do. But I really work, um, I work with paper and pen. Okay. Uh, pa yeah, and pencil. And what do you write in your calendar? I, I get ideas any time of the day, so I, yes. I need to write it down. One of the things I, I try and do is I, I write the three things I want to do today. Okay. Right, those are the three things. And your one, three priority for the day. Yeah. And okay. uh, I put, And you do that when you wake up? No, the day before. Okay. I do the day before because it helps me de-stress. Okay. Because if I'm always thinking of what I got to do. I, I love thinking three, four steps ahead. Like I need to... Um, and so what this allows me to do, hey... I can go to sleep because I already know the three things I got to do tomorrow. Okay. Right? Like, don't worry about it. And so I write those things down and I write one that is my must. Like, that's my most important. Okay. And I also have a section where it's just things that I want to do. I write it all down. But what I found interesting is I, uh, I go through that every week or so and I cut out 80% of it because... I'm somebody who loves different opportunities, things like that. And what I used to notice is when I used to write it on a, a computer or to do like things, I used to pile these lists, but I never took the time of saying no, 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 no. And with paper and pen, if an idea doesn't resonate strong enough, it doesn't survive. And so I'm able then to, to focus on, on certain things. And, and uh, I, I also like to work with... Um, one of the things that I'm trying now that I'm finding a lot of success is product goals and process goals. Okay. So product goals is, you know, within six to 12 months, what I want to accomplish. Yes. Three, and I try and keep it with three. Three is an important number because once you start going for five, it's hard to remember. Absolutely. And then I associate two to three process goals to those. And every day I look at those and I say, have I worked on this? And if I find myself not working on this for some period of time, I'm like, is this really an important goal that I really want to do? What is your routine when you wake up? Uh, what's my routine? It's a little tough with kids. Okay. Because yeah. you never know. Three, three young kids. Yeah. Too. So <laughs> if I talk to you about uh, the ages, so I have a four, so she'll be five in May. Okay. I have my other one who will be two <laughs> uh, next week. Wow. And I have a son who will be one in June. Wow. Yeah. So we, we've had to create a routine at home. We had to do a to-do list because <laughs> we would forget things. Absolutely. Just, and that never happened to me before. So we, we even have to write a meal plan because there are some times where we would forget what, like, were you supposed to make dinner? Was I supposed to make dinner? Uh, what did you feel like? And we're like, wait, they haven't, wait, it's been, no lunch, it's three o'clock. Doesn't happen, like, we do feed her. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes she, she doesn't want to eat, like, she, she does you know, we're like, yeah. no, okay, you got, 
So we have to remind ourselves. And so um, my routine is what I like I, in the morning is I, I like getting up before everybody else does or so forth. So I have quiet time. I need quiet time. Yes. And except now my second daughter loves, <laughs> loves up getting up too? with me. <laughs> She just wants to be in my arms, which I'm not going to say no to. <laughs> I love the way she calls my name and, and I come and I give her a hug and it's the way I love to start my day. Um, I actually have um, uh, a wristband with their oh, birthdays yes. on it. Oh, and yes. whenever I get stressed or I, I, I want to know why I'm doing these things, it reminds me uh, of, of this. So keep that motivation. Right? So we talk about things to motivate us. Yes, yes. Um, and then I like, so I started more and more taking the train in. So mm. I take the train in and I also do some visualization when I get on the train. Okay. So when I hit a certain stop, I start getting in work mode. Okay. Or start, okay, now I'm going to start thinking. And it's the same thing when I come back, when I take the train back. I start thinking, okay, now I've got to leave work back there. And think about family. Yeah. Robert, thank you for well, your time. I'm glad I can help. Yes, you help a lot. And we'll stay in touch. to practice. Get inspired by one of the founding fathers of the modern internet, Mark Andreessen, and the creative solving problem expert, Robert Prugai. Download the printable My Motivation Board. And my challenge for you today, set your goal to succeed over the long run and keep a track record of your failure and progress. Now you play. Next week, we will meet with a great entrepreneur in Montreal, the founder of Startup Fest, Philippe Tellio. Don't miss it. Thanks for sharing. Cheers. Cheers.